story time. So I was talking to my friend and I was telling her about everything that I want to do. And then I followed up with, but I know it's going to take a lot of hard work. I know I'm going to have to sacrifice. I know I'm going to have to struggle. I know I'm going to have to go without money. Like I'm going down this tangent of I, the, all the things that I'm going to have to sacrifice in order to get the great life that I want. And she stopped me and she was like, who said that? Who said that you have, have to struggle? And who said that getting where you want to get in life has to be hard? It doesn't have to be hard. And that really set me straight. Shout out to my girl, Jay. You know who you are, baby. Enjoy the episode. I am your host, Cass. I'm the producer here. I'm the writer here. I also illustrate and design greeting cards. If you don't know me for that, get to know me for that. www.dopehouse.co. Let's hop into this week's episode. I have a question. Why do we feel like we have to struggle and sacrifice to get anything good? To justify us getting anything good, to make it a little bit more clear. I know for me personally, I have always stood proud on being a hard worker, on being a worker, putting in the work like I have something to prove, like I can't just deserve nice things. This mentality, I think, is mad damaging and I'm just figuring it out. And honestly, I think it's the beginning of us creating our own setbacks. It's so easy to get swept up and paint ourselves into a box. And what we believe, what we believe to be true is so important. I'd even go on a whim to say that what we believe to be true can be uh, equally as important and sometimes even more important than what is actually true. So your girl, she loves a listicle. It's definitely my thing. Honestly, I think for me, number one, they're fun. They they make writing easier and preparing things easier. And also I think for the listener, it makes concepts easier to break down and digest. It also allows room for interpretation. There can be a couple of the items on my listicle that you're like, yeah, damn, I get that. And then there could be another one or two and you're like, girl, I don't know where you're coming from. This to me allows us to break down one broad idea into several smaller chunks. You take with you what works and leave what doesn't work or what you don't agree with or what doesn't serve you. So here are five things that you can do to feel a little bit more deserving and dare I say, a little bit more entitled. Let's take it away, baby. Number one, build your value. I feel like with anything I talk about, the it all begins with a foundation. So for those of you who can fake it until you make it, I commend you. For those of us who can't, grab your hammer, grab your screwdriver, like we're about to get to work. It's hard to believe in something without having evidence. At least I find that to be true. And the universe knows when we don't actually believe in something. And the universe cannot entrust greatness in the hands of people who do not believe I, this sounds like a Sunday sermon, but I promise we're, we're going to get over this woo-woo stuff and into the hardcore nitty-gritty what you need to do. So there are so many different ways you can build your value and for everyone it, it looks different. So the first thing I would recommend honestly is just define what the word value means for you in terms of yourself and then figure out ways to become it. Keep track of the things that fuel you from within. I always tell you Keep a journal, like keep a diary, take note of your days, audit your days, and whatever fuels you from inside, 
add more of that, please. Next, you want to Make sure that you're taking yourself seriously. Now, that doesn't mean you you can't joke or be joked on, but take yourself seriously and then celebrate yourself. This doesn't always have to be with a cake and party and balloons, although that is my default, but it can even be just like with a little note. The other day, I was doing my first celebrity interview. Thank you very much. And I was feeling a little bit nervous leading up to it. I tried to build my value by making sure I was prepared. I was even like reciting the questions. And mind you, this was only a five minute interview. I was reciting the questions ahead of time. I knew exactly how it was going to flow. I even thought about, okay, well, if this doesn't go well, then I'm going to save it with this. I just, I was so prepared. And I remember before going on, I wrote myself a note just saying, go slow because I talk so fast and you're going to be amazing. I've never done that. I've never done that for myself. I've never been one to write post-it notes or tell myself I'm beautiful or anything like that. But that little note, that little note really helped. After you build your value and you feel solidified in your value, number two, you are going to buy into your own hype. There is a thin, thin line listen, a very thin line between inflated ego and self-worth. So you got to be really, really careful here. We want to lean towards the self-worth side. Now, we all have these jealous moments where we're like, yo, how does she get that? Like, I would be so much better. I deserve to be in her spot. We all have them. These hater moments make a great ground for building ourselves up. So I'm going to relate this back to one of my current situations. So sometimes I'll read a script or watch a movie or a show and be like, who the heck greenlit this? Like who put money behind this? Who said it could make it to air? This, this is on Netflix. What? Instead of lamenting on why other people are getting these opportunities and I'm not, I see the possibilities. I know like if it's possible for, for these people, like I can... I can definitely do this and it gives me hope and then I buy into my own hype in a way where it's like okay my work is good I'm not so egotistical where I'm like my work is the best I don't believe my work is the best and I don't believe my work yet is my best and I don't even know if I can ever get to my best but it, it's it's a it's a growth type thing anyways I'm off on a tangent if you're hating to simply hate your work is not popping yet Go back to step one and build your value so that you can recognize areas for you to thrive, for yourself to thrive. Number three, set your standards high or low and stick to them. Take time, make time to set your standards, whatever that is. If it's your hourly rate, if it's what you're looking for in a partner, things around food and dining, hotel accommodations, friendships, the minimum amount of money you can have in your checking account at at one time or another. You got to be so clear with this. Clarity is everything. We can have a loose idea of what our standards are, but it's the loose idea that allows and welcomes in room for us to move. And the more we're moving on our standards, the less we can can dig in and, and hold tight. Can we make this into a story? Let's make it into a story. Absolutely, let's go. So in addition to this company, Oh So Dope, I own a children's entertainment company. We do live entertainment for children's birthday parties and corporate events in Toronto. So basically we're talking balloon animals, face painting, glitter tattoos, yada, yada, yada. So 
back before the pandemic and even till recently, I was doing so many different things. I offered so many different kinds of packages. My pricing was really, really good. Like it was standard or even below standard in the industry. And the service was A1. It was amazing. The staff were all like really, really good. And it wasn't until recently that I'm like, okay, I don't long to be the best children's entertainment provider like live entertainment provider in the world. This is a means to number one, make money financially. Number two, just grow my audience and grow my community in the entertainment field, in children's entertainment field. So I get a call uh, from a parent and I remember like I have my clients tagged in my contacts as or are they a good client or a bad client? I do this just one way or the other. If I didn't have a great experience with them, I'll tag bad client and I likely won't work with them again. If I did have a good experience, then you know the deal. So this client reached out and was like, hey, are you still doing parties and what do your services look like these days? So I told her exactly what I just told you. I was like, we do balloon animals, face painting, glitter tattoos, and then the only two interactive services that we do are slime station, where kids can come and build slime, and um, and an interactive dance party. And then she's like, oh, you don't do anything else a little bit more interactive? And I was like, well, um, we do have like Lego rentals. You can rent our Lego station so the kids can you know, build Lego there. And then I even went on to give her more ideas like, well, you can also do a craft station um, and it's just a matter of making everything look good. You can buy all your supplies at Michael's, you know, I'm just giving this woman all of these ideas and she just did not want to stop. And old Cass, old Cass, I want to say even like six months ago would have given in and been like, okay, let me create a custom theme for you. Now I've done this before. I have done this before and a lot of the time I find that clients, they don't, if you offer to do it, they, they don't want to pay extra for it. And they just kind of think that it's, it's included or you should be doing that for them. So what I can say to you guys is that I am actually going to turn down this client, um, not in a rude way, not in a negative way, but maybe just give her some other options of other companies that might be able to accommodate. Cause girl, I am still in LA right now. And for me to develop new programming for this one, one party, I don't know. It's just, it's not worth it. It's below my standards and maybe my business is below her standards and it's, it's being okay with that. So not having to be a form fit and fit everybody and just knowing what's going to work for you. The next thing you want to do, my lovely people is surround yourself with people who see your value. Sometimes it can be tough to weed these people out or attract them in, but once you know, you know. I could never understand when people would have friends who would talk down to them, talk bad about them, or even be in relationships where there's just not any form of mutual respect and they're dealing with people who clearly think very little of them. Now, I'm not saying surround yourself with all yes people who are like, oh my gosh, girl, you're the best, or you know, making your head big and not keeping it real with you, but I'm talking about people who understand your value and act accordingly and make you feel loved and supported. Oh my gosh, it's so important to keep track of how people make you feel, not just what they say to you, not just what they tell you, not just what they do for you or do with you, but how do they make you feel at the end of hanging out with that person? Do you feel elevated? Do you feel, do you feel energized or do you feel drained? Do you feel bad about yourself? 
keep that in mind. A lot of people, I'm going to like bring this over to social media. A lot of people as well will unfollow accounts that don't make them feel good. So do a, do a cleanse, do a detox. It can be on social media, it can be in person, just start somewhere. Sometimes you got to cut yourself off as well. So sometimes we're that person who is continuing to be friends with someone that we're like, you know what, like, mm, I don't really have much in common with this person. Quite frankly, I think this person is, is stupid. I, I've even done this before. And you still stay friends with them. And you don't even know why you're friends with this person. So cut yourself off. Cut yourself off at that point. You, you don't want to be the one who's being uh, disingenuous. Are we at number five? We are at number five. Number five is learn how to take a compliment. I feel like this should have been up at the top. You know what? These are ranked in no particular order. Um, I get uncomfortable with compliments. I admit it. I admit it. I admit it. I get uncomfortable with compliments. Sometimes I will avoid certain people because I know they're going to say something nice to me. Who does that? I wish sometimes when I go into situations, I'm like, I wish people would just say nothing, but it can feel good getting a compliment and it can be reassuring as well. I used to default a lot of the time and still do sometimes. I'm not even going to lie. Um, just default to saying no or waving off kind words or someone tells me, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. Then I'm like, oh no, no, you're pretty. Like, no, me, oh my gosh, I don't even have this or, oh, oh, this old thing. Stop that. Stop that. It's not about necessarily how you're coming off, but it's about what you're telling yourself in that moment. Practice just saying thank you. Two words. That's all you have to do. This is going to add that evidence that we were talking about earlier to help you believe in your hype. That evidence that encourages you to buy into your own hype as well. Wow, that was short. That was short and sweet. And I'm really loving these little solo episodes. Why do I call it a little solo episode? I'm really loving these big solo episodes. I think it's it's providing clarity for me. And I feel like as well, like if I'm just having a conversation with you guys, I'm I'm allowed to go whatever direction I feel pulled which is so important for me right now. Um, just as, as a creative, if I have an aha moment, just being able to really dig into it and create content around it and also spread the word. What I realized too is that a lot more people are going through exactly what I'm going through and exactly what you're going through and you would never know. Sometimes we get into this thought where it's just like, oh, what we're experiencing, our life, our challenges, our thoughts, they are... They are unique to us. There are far too many people on this earth for us to be having solely unique thoughts. So the more I can bring it in, the more I can relate to you or you can relate to me, I feel like there's always there's always space for introspection and growth. And that is that's exactly what I want to do through the content that I create whether it is blog posts, whether it is these audio show episodes, whether it's sketches, TV shows, movies that I write, I just want us to all be like, ah, oh, we're all in this together. Now, I'm not going to lie, I am running low on listener letters. So if you do have a letter, if you want to ask a question, if you want to share a funny story, you can email me at holla, H-O-L-L-A, at dopehouse. D-O-P-E-H-A-U-S dot co. And um, yeah, I can give you my advice. So this letter uh, goes a little something like this. So I went through my fiance's iPad. First of all, adults who have iPads make me laugh because I am also an adult who has an iPad and I 
highly recommend iPad. Okay, let me get back into this. I know that I shouldn't be doing this, but something told me to just check. I saw that he's been talking to his ex back and forth over Instagram, responding to her stories and sending heart eyes. Ooh, baby. She reciprocates. I don't have any hard evidence of anything happening outside of the app, but should I say something? The last thing I want to do is go on to marry a man who is who isn't going to be faithful. FYI, we've never had issues around cheating in the past. Hmm. I feel like this is something that's like so big that you can't sweep it under the rug. And I know it's just like an exchange of a few emojis over Instagram, but like that's where things start. Also, I wouldn't encourage you to jump to conclusions that would jeopardize your relationship. Like if you've never had issues with with cheating or being faithful in the past and you like this man, that's that's a good thing. But also if something's telling you, if something's pulling you, drawing you towards going through his phone or his iPad, that also is a problem. So I recommend you talk it out with your friends and see what they think, obviously, because they know you in real life and they know your relationship. They know your situation. I get I get where you're coming from. You know, you don't want it. You don't want this to be something that you just you move past and end up marrying a man who's going to do you dirty. Um, ways to bring it up. I don't think that you should tell him that you were going through his iPad because I think that's just going to open up a whole different can of worms. I'm actually going to encourage you to lie. I'm going to encourage you to lie. I think you should say something like, I don't know, maybe if he left his iPad out one day um, and you've seen the notification come through because notifications do be coming on iPads, then you could just mention, oh, I glanced at it and I seen that you guys were talking. What was it? And he could just at that point be like, oh, no, she just replied to my stories, whatever. And you can get into the conversation like that. Um, another thing, I don't know, you just have to justify you being in his iPad and then you getting the notification. I don't think you should ever be like, yeah, I went in your app, but you want to make sure he actually has his notifications on. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure it out. You have to create a storyline and then just act. You got to be the best actor out there. Um, let me know how it goes though. This might take a while. This might take a couple months to, to get through. Um, you can also ask him, you can just bring it up. It doesn't even have to be about the DMS back and forth. You can just ask him like, Hey, do you have any exes that you still talk to? Or like, what about your ex from da 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 da? And then see where he goes with it. Because maybe they're just friends. Although the hard eye emojis, I'm not a fan of if they are just friends. Overall advice is stay cool, stay calm, stay collected as much as possible um, create a, a, a divergence. Yes. I believe that's a word to where you'll not, you will not be found out that you've been going through his things and do your best to get into a conversation and keep an open mind as well. So I wouldn't recommend coming to him just like rah, rah, like, Oh, I know this. I see this. Da, da, da. Be quiet. Let him give him a chance to explain. And yeah, let me know how it goes. The push. The push is the segment of this show where I get to recommend something to you. It could be a recipe, it could be a product, could be a life hack. This week, I'm going to tell you about um, something that it, it really helps me in moments of stress, especially when I want to be productive or just when I want to create a vibe or create a mood. And um, I just be listening to instrumentals. So music with no words, you can find hip hop, you can find R&B, you can find, I think I've recommended before Animal Crossing, like video game music. I love that. So just when you're trying to get work done, you're trying to just build a vibe. This is, this is great. Last week I, I did talk about this as well, just in that 
switching it up from podcasts. I'm always listening to podcasts because self-growth is like my life, but I'm learning to dial it back a little bit and bring in just beats, just music to just to sit in, to sit in my vibe. Okay, and there we are. We are at the end of our 24th episode of the Oh So Dope audio show. I want to thank you for coming and hanging out with me and having a good time. I don't know about you. I had a good time. I had a real, real good time. If you want to support the show, um, you can buy me a coffee. The link is in the show notes. You click on it, buy me a coffee from Tim Hortons, Starbucks, or McDonald's. I believe those are just the three different level of tiers. But if you want to support me and also get a little something for yourself, the best thing to do is to shop on my website, www.dopehouse.co. House is spelled H-A-U-S. And on my website, I have a bunch of stationery and gift items. They're all really cute. I design and illustrate everything on my own with my iPad. (laughs) I'm laughing because of the way it connects to that listener letter but yeah I design everything in-house and it truly means a lot to me the support the love Um, also you don't have to give me your money what you could do that is equally as important is share this on social media you can follow me at ohsodope.co you can repost it to your stories you can even just send the link to a friend that you think would benefit from listening to my show and these episodes. I'm really looking forward to continuing to show up consistently. I'm looking forward to diving deeper into a, an array of concepts and and ideas that we as women, millennial women, will find important and interesting. I am also like super excited to finally get a show structure that I've been working towards, which is theme music I'm looking forward to having my sketches and like sharing my writing with you guys and having my little fake advertisements in the middle I say little fake advertisements but they're big they're big fake advertisements I'm having a lot of fun building all that stuff on on the back end I just want to make sure that I don't introduce you to a vibe that I cannot sustain so yeah I'm just getting getting my ducks in a row and I'm really looking forward to sharing that stuff with you too um okay i'm gonna stop rambling and i'm gonna go drink some water i have a zoom meeting in 30 minutes i don't know what is going on i don't know my brain just feels like like it's not super tough for me to get out some creative stuff but it's just not as easy i honestly I've been oversleeping. Remember like two weeks ago or even last week when I was just like, oh, I have so much problem sleeping. Now I have problems waking up. Girl, I will wake up at like 8.30, sometimes eight, sometimes nine. And then I'll just be like, okay, 10 more minutes. And then I'll wake up again at 10, 10.30. What? What? That is extremely unacceptable and also embarrassing. And I can't believe that I'm saying this out loud so that people are gonna know this about me. It's, yeah, I don't know what to do to get myself back on track. Um, I have been going to bed a tad earlier and I still wake up late. Um, I've been eating a little bit better and I still wake up late. I think at this point, maybe it's just coming down to self-discipline. I think that might be it. And also maybe I should get an, I hate waking up with an alarm clock. 
but I should get an alarm clock that is not beside my bed and that is not my phone and that requires me to get out of bed and get my day started. Um, or maybe just even remind myself of the positive reinforcement of how I feel when I get out of bed and I get my day started. I feel, feel like a million bucks. I feel like a million bucks. But when I'm just starting to dive into my writing at noon, mm -mm, not a good look. One thing that irritates me, and this is total first world problems, is that I can't have straight hair and also work on a good body at the same time. Like, I have to strategically plan my straight hair days or days when I wanna like go out and wear my hair a certain way around my gym schedule. Personally, for me, I like to go to the gym Monday to Fridays. I like to go five days a week, sometimes four if I'm really busy. And then I, I like to have my straight hair, my first day of straight hair on Saturday. But like, it's like I'm doing all this damage to my hair by straightening it every week. But I could only reap the benefits for two of those days in that week. Is that fair? Like, ugh. And when my hair does get sweated out, like it doesn't look cute. It's like my roots swell and get puffy. And then I don't like to put stuff in it right away because you know what I need to do? This is what I need to do. I need to get a proper blow dryer and blow dry my roots, even if it's just on medium heat. I think that's the way to do it because I haven't really been doing my hair. It's either like my hair is done and looks good and it's curled and has whatever or it's like it's puffy roots and straight ends and i just look like very unkept so yeah i don't know it's just a minor annoyance if you are another black girl who likes to work out and also have straight hair please let me know how you do it and i don't hate my curly hair it's just my curly hair requires way more maintenance than a straight hair i feel like my voice notes that i create for you guys it's like my safe space to vent and I I hope that it doesn't ruin your day or come off like super negative but like I mean if I don't say it it's gonna eat me up so here's the thing I I'm realizing and I believe that if you want to do great things big things a lot of times you need a team you need to be collaborating with other people and all of that so I've been trying girl I've been trying Normally, I do shit by myself. I don't ask for help, but I've been trying. And the thing is, maybe I'm just not going to the right places or maybe I need a better like vetting strategy, but I am consistently, consistently being let down by the people that I'm collaborating with or teaming up with or working, working with. And I just wonder, like, is it a me thing or is this normal? I don't know. And if it's a me thing, what is it about how I'm choosing partnerships? What is it about that that makes that that's causing the the consistency of inconsistency? You know what I'm saying? Because like I don't think maybe I've worked with like maybe one other person that I'm I'm like, okay, yeah, we I work well with this person, but she doesn't do a lot of the stuff. That, that I do, you know, we've worked collaboratively from time to time, but it, people in my industry and people who I'm trying to get stuff done with, I've never met one who's like about their business. It, well, yeah, yeah, I've never met one. I can, I can say that, or I've never met one that's like easy to work with and where there's no hiccups. Or are my expectations just 
too high. So it's Wednesday night, the night before, or the day before I release my podcast episodes, and I'm super proud of myself for staying consistent. It's literally only been three weeks, but I'm, I'm really proud for just getting up and friggin' doing it. I've been standing on the sideline for way too long because I want things to be perfect. Um, but you know what? Things are not perfect, but they're not bad. And I think that, honestly, I'm even feeling way better as someone who records, someone who interviews. I'm learning to just go slow and take my time. I'm not sure if you've noticed that, but I've been actively trying. You hear a lot less ums and likes. And yeah, I'm really happy with it. I am happy as well with how this week's episode turned out. And I feel like, I don't want to say it's underwhelming because it's it's solo and it's short and all of that, but I think it's exactly what it needs to be for me. And I hope it's exactly what it needs to be for you. I know that sounds so woo-woo, but truly, I'm just realizing that we're all living. And I talk about this in the episode, like we're all we're all doing similar shit, even if what we're doing is so different. You know, we're all in similar boats. So yeah, I'm really hoping that through this, like I can spark thoughts in your minds. I'm definitely sparking thoughts in my mind and I'm, I'm growing, girl, I'm growing and I feel it. It's so bomb and it feels so good. So I'm about to make myself a cup of tea so that I can finish off editing I told myself that once I got to a certain place in the editing that I can treat myself to a cup of tea and a snack now everything in me is saying Cass make s'mores for yourself you deserve s'mores but then like man I've been pretty solid on not eating s'mores my mouth is watering just talking about s'mores I don't know. I'll figure it out and then I'll definitely check back in and let you know what I ended up doing. So as promised, I'm checking back in with what I decided to have for dessert. Um, I had something that was happy medium. I had some crackers with peanut butter and a cup of tea. I feel good. I feel content. It definitely satisfied my sweet tooth. I can tell you that for sure. And I just wrapped up on the editing of the podcast. I'm about to plug in my voice notes, which is definitely the easiest part. All I got to do is pop them in. I don't even edit them. You can probably tell. And then I'm going to go to bed tomorrow. I've got a busy-ish day in front of me. I want to go to the gym to start the day off, which means I got to wake up a little bit earlier than I've been waking up. So yeah, you get my drift. I hope you loved the episode hit me up, like, talk to me, like, send me an email or, like, DM me or whatever. You know, I'm here. I'm going to listen. I'm going to read it. Okay, bye.